WHUPLP Hillsboro. Spoken Stories is back bringing you another great episode. I've got a young man who is lighting up the area with his pen. He goes by the name of San. His real name is Nas. He's going to let you know what it's all about. His bio, it's about finding a way to mix up your craft and giving people something new and raw and exciting. Once you've found a way to mix it in, then you have to master it. This young man, if he is not writing, he's focusing on something that he's already written. And our musical feature goes by the name of NC from OC, 2016-2017 Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Listeners, 104.7, Spoken Stories, Endless Will, Son, OC from NC, we're bringing you something hot today. Go ahead, listen to this amazing instrumental, and then we go bring you some heat. Attention poets and those who enjoy poetry. You are now in tune to the world's definition of art. Listen as being our body and our features being our heart. In honor of those who came before me, I welcome you all to Spoken Stories. Today, I've got OC from NC, my favorite North Carolina rapper, and I've got Son. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, yes. I got a question for you. With uh, you just being a high schooler young man, right. for you to capture... So many people with the power of your pen. Uh, how does that make you feel considering that you are just still fresh in this poetic game? It makes me feel a bit overwhelmed, to be honest, but it also makes me feel very optimistic because I'm just not starting. I've got a lot of time to go. I'm oh, still yeah. young. Still got my whole life ahead of me, really. Go ahead. Tell us how old you are, bro. I'm only 16. 16 years old. 16. Oh, yes. Tell I'm a baby. It, tell it, Ted. It's still a baby. Tell us some of the people that you rub elbows with in this art community. Uh, Talib, Skyzoo, OC from NC, of course. That's just just to name a few. Landon Words, well, they perform all over. Big names. Oh, yes. Endless Will, Poet Laureate of uh, Hillsborough, North Carolina. I had an honor to meet this young man last year as I taught a poetry class at the high school this man attends. And in the creative workshop class, he was one of the most phenomenal artists in there. Just so welcoming when it comes to poetry and sharing his work with a smile on his face and just so much soul in his art. So from then, I became a fan of you. And I just really, really appreciate how you continue to work and write. When I seen you the other day, I asked you, I said, how's everything going? And you said it's all about sports and it's all about writing. If I'm not doing one, I'm working on the other. So how do, you, how do you get to, you're saying facts because you're saying that that is you. Yeah. What gives you such, such motivation to continue to do what you enjoy doing when it comes to sports and art? Well, besides for myself, you had like a lot to do with that. Like when I first met you and you were just an inspiration, visual and auditory like inspiration for me. And I sort of just felt that in my soul and I was like, he's doing this. So why can't I do it? Because before it was sort of like, that's like a big goal to reach. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Then I saw you doing it like in front of this class and you were like, I'm the poet laureate. I'm like, I can do that too. Like I can do that right now. Oh so, yes. Like it was just like that. It just clicked for me right in that second. In that classroom, it just clicked. I was like, I'm, that's what I'm finna do for real. Because before I was just playing with it, but now I'm serious. 
Oh yes, one thing that I ask you to do is continue to to keep it uh, to keep it secure, to to take it serious. Because by you taking it serious, it makes it more enjoyable. Just as anything that you do in life, if you weren't taking walking serious, you wouldn't tie your shoe. Right, it makes right. it that much more enjoyable to walk when you have a secure shoe on your foot. Because if you didn't take it serious, you'd walk with your shoestrings untied, right? Of course. So within anything, I try to adapt that analogy. Well, if if I'm taking it serious, I might as well do it the right way and. Um, well, young man, you are an inspiration to me. You're saying that it balances back and forth. So I'm glad that we can able to um, see each other as reflections to continue to sharpen each other's art. Right. Um, you already know where we're at, listeners. We're at 104.7 WHUPLP of Hillsboro. You're listening to your host, Endless Will, Poet Laureate of Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm li- you're listening to San, an amazing young man, 16 years old, out of the high school here in the community, Orange High. And we've got our musical feature, OC from NC, that's about to bring you so many bangers today. Uh, with You already know what this show's about, poetry and art. So with bringing that poetry into it, can I get you to share a poem? Of course, of course, of course. I'm going to start you off with a short one. It's called, I call it Black Sun. That's what I call myself, Black Sun. Black Sun, I'm a brown dawn, got the soul. Been night for a while, had you waiting on the soul, then I dawned on you. Led you to a new path like a Don would do. San Corleone, I'm a Don to you. <laughs> San Corleone, right I'm a Don to you. That sounds like a great intro. Like like you you leave the listeners wanting and hungry for more for you to leave it so so smooth, but it tells you so much, so right. much about you, Don Corleone. Where did that name San come from? Black San. Well, my name is Nazir, but people just call me Nas for short. My mama set me up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nas, N-A-S backwards is just San, like San Antonio is just San. With your name being Nazir, and if you're listening to this and you do not know who Nas is, please turn off your radio. I'm like, <laughs> I'm being so serious. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Wednesday, 104.7, if you do not know who Nas is, please turn it off and go listen to Nas. Because this word, is, word. you don't need to listen to me if you don't know who Nas is, because he's way more important than what I'm talking about. Listen to him and then come back to listen to me. With right. your mother naming you something so deep, when did you feel the weight of that name considering the artist who are you, who you are named by? I felt the weight since I'm from I'm from Burlington, North Carolina, 336. That's where I'm from. And everybody up there is rap, hip-hop all the time, really. And they're like, what's your name? My name's Nas. Like the rapper? Every time. Every time I introduce myself. Like the rapper? Like the rapper? So I was like, who is this Nas dude? Who are they talking about? How old were you when you when you kind of got that, who is this guy? I was about seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Like se- second, third grade. I started looking him up. I was like, who is Nas? But all through the time, like my mom was playing him in the house. I didn't know who he was. I'm like, who is this? It's Nas. I'm like, I'm Nas. So I started listening to him. I'm like, this is amazing. Like this, I didn't know nothing about lyrics. I just knew I felt this in my soul. I just knew that. And I was like, uh, that's that's some big shoes to fill right there. Like then I got to high school. I was like, I might as well get started now. Oh yes, might, might as, well as well get started now. The quote that you sent me that really put some weight onto me is you said even Kendrick Lamar said in the interview that he's got to practice every day because he knows there's a 16 year old kid out here trying to take his spot. Right. And you said that you want that spot badly. I do, I really do. And I was watching the interview. He was he was in California on some dude show in the interview. And he's like, it's some 16-year-old year kid out there. And I was like, he's talking to me right now. <laughs> like, I know. And he sounds kind of afraid, and he should be afraid because I'm coming for him, like, right now. 
He might not see it. I might not know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So my question to you, young man, with Kendrick Lamar being such an influential hip-hop artist, and me personally, I recognize you as a poet, not saying that one is better than the other or things right. of that nature, but with with you trying to or putting yourself to resonate on that level of Kendrick Lamar, are you dabbling in the music scene to transition those poems to some heavy, 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 heavy music like Kendrick puts out there? I have. I have. I've just recently started going to the studio like every every weekend, really. When I'm not playing baseball, I'm writing, then I'm in the studio. Baseball, writing, studio. That's all I do. Baseball, writing, studio. That is awesome. So it's not even a job for you. When I seen you out there exercising for baseball, I really love y'all was out there throwing that weight ball in that grass. Everybody was dirty, getting gritty out there. Right. When I shook your hand, you had a smile on your face. Right. Every time I've seen you performing or writing or doing something that you enjoy, you can really see the passion that you put on it because you are evoking that smile. It's not necessarily a challenge or an exercise to you. This is something you need to do to get better. I'm not sure if you notice it as that, but please continue to do that because it's an inspiration to your team, to your teachers and the, your peers around you because they see that you enjoy the hard work among, amongst right. it. Right, and if, if, it's not, if I don't feel it, if it's not passionate for me, I'm not going to do it. You can guarantee I will not do it. If I don't if I don't feel it, it's not happening. And that's, if I do do it, it's not going to be good. That's, that's great. That is that is really great. I've got Nas in here. We're going to open up with some of this music. We're going to get to some more of this uh, Nas interview, this sign interview. I'm going to call you both of them because I know you <laughs> as Nas. And right, the right, artist right. world know you as sign, so, but they need to know both of them. They, they need do. to know. They need to know both of them. We go get to this music by OC from NC. The song is called Reinvented. I met OC probably like a year and a half ago at a music scene in uh, Durham at the joint hosted by Kareem Bishop. Y'all listeners heard me mention that name before. And OC went up there, lit it up, and from there I was just like, man, I need to make sure I link with him. So for you to send me his music, I'm like, man, this world is That's so the man small. Right there. That's him. Here we go. OC from NC, this song is called Reinvented. I left the living room in a cush cloud. Cause she said whenever she smoked, that she both loud. Damn, I'm trying to see what all the fuss about. So I wrote a whole seven when I touched down. Awesome. I be on the road though. You would never see me. I would need a GoPro. All she said was beat me. I don't need the whole oh. I just left DC. I be on the go-go. Damn, bottom line, this should be so dope. Even if they sleep on us, this should be so woke. No joke. Laughed at her, but knew it was so close. Then we watched power till we both ghosts. I took a shower, then I wrote most of what you're hearing. Guess the seance is lifting your spirit. You rose, I can see you fix your clothes in the mirror. But pause for a minute, that don't go on how I'm feeling. I'm reinventing. We left the whole planet in a whirlwind. We never use terms like girlfriend. Both needed ships to return in the caveman Just watching the world in Live from a space shuttle Parallel lines let us play doubles Knowing racket on the net could create trouble So we both got off the grid Like off the love, off the grams Off the book, off the club Anyway, this is the future I tried to simulate A program these other yams Just couldn't emulate, it's awesome I be on the road though, you would never see me I would need a GoPro Now I'm on TV, it's like opening up my old show It's hard to sit calm when you worry about the ozone. 
I watched you put your clothes on If it's the last time, then baby, hold on I'm so gone, but it, it feels good Reinvented by OC from NC. That man is ridiculously dope. Like I said, when I first seen him perform, uh, my wife and I just stood there like, oh my goodness, like we're in Durham <laughs> listening to this. Uh, I asked him for his bio, and this man is ridiculously funny too. He says that I am from Burlington. Obviously, that's all he rep is Burlington. All his life, he's from Burlington, officially a nationally act. He's traveled around the world, rocked the, uh, so many shows across the country a member of the collective called W.A.T.S., uh, one of the creators in the phrase of adult contemporary hip-hop, and he sent that LOL. He knew that was funny. 2016 Best New Artist of Carolina, 2017 Best Hip-Hop Artist of the Year, and a registered alien from a distant planet. If you get a chance to listen to this, <laughs> if you know who O.C. is, link with him. If you don't know who O.C. is, you need to find him because that's real music that he's putting on out here. Facts. I asked you on, on Off the Air, but I'm gonna ask you again. How did you get to link with OC? I love when you sent me music because I always ask the artists to send me music so I can talk about the connection. So for you to send me somebody I'm a fan of already, how did OC impact your life? Well, OC, OC, he was sort of like a gateway for me because I'm seeing this man do all this music. I'm just a child when I met him. Like I was 11, 12 maybe. So I was really, really a baby then. So I'm looking at him doing all this music. He's got his notebook. He has so many notebooks just writing them all the time. Him, B-Square, and all the homies over the house just writing. Oh, he mentioned B-Square. B-Square is the producer, by the way. Yeah, B-Square is the producer. Sick beats. Uh, they're just writing the whole time, making music, humming all over the house. Just uh, modern music, old music, jazz, funk, everything just in the house all the time. And that's all I'm hearing when I'm over at my mom's house. That's all I'm hearing. And it wasn't really conscious for me. It was more of a subconscious thing. And one of those things, again, I just felt it. It just hit me. So you got all this dope energy around with beats getting made in your face with OC right and Ryan's right in front of you. Didn't even and, know what it was. And you didn't even know what it was. Just sitting there, that energy, that seed is getting planted in your soul. And you just sitting there walking, being a regular kid and all this magic right. that I enjoy now as an adult. Like, wow, listen to this song that I enjoy and I'm showing people that I know. You actually got to see the song get made. Right. <laughs> right. Didn't even know the impact it would have on anybody. I was just like, it's just music. But... Somewhere in my head, I was like, nah, that's a future right there. That's a future. So with that 11-year-old spark getting put, um, when did you, when can you recollect when you first sat down and wrote that poem or wrote that song? It was, I don't know, it just, it just hit me. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, these things are just really hard to explain because it's like, it's not really a thing that I think about. It's just, I might start something. And then I might say something else. I'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to say that, but it fits right there. Yeah, I got it, you. It just, it just goes. It just fits like a puzzle. It's not, it's not intentional all the time. Sometimes do you have influence? Fits. Do you have influence with, with your peers? They know that uh, not, that's, nah, that son is the rapper. They know that you are the writer, rapper in your circle. They do. They know that for sure. <laughs> that's what's up. Have you seen that Netflix show? I can't think of the name of it right now. When Bro was the wordsmith. 
Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but they had the homie in the group, and he was the wordsmith. So when you're hanging with your crew, do they ask you to share your work? <laughs> All the time. They always want to, uh, when you drop your next song, uh, let me see a poem real quick. Spit something for his freestyle. All the time. It's, honestly, it's kind of comical because I never thought I'd be in that type of situation. But here I am all the time. Anytime I'm at school, uh, let me hear you something real quick. That's humbling, bro. I want you to really respect that fact that that time is valuable. Time right. is extremely valuable. So for somebody to want you to be in their time, for your words, your energy to get put into their ears and they're asking about it, right. like that's awesome, man. Because that's why I asked that. It was a build up for a question. So for your friends to approach you, and you guys are just vibing out, hanging out, and they say, hold on, I want to be entertained by my homie, opposed to sitting there putting on something mainstream or putting their face on their screen, right. looking at a vine or whatever, for them to want you to do it, like, that's really dope and humbling. Right, and I do appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. That's why I s surround myself with the people that I surround myself with. And but it's constant. It's practice. It's constant practice. Do you ever get nervous when you're sharing with your buddies? Uh, if I'm right, if I just wrote something for the first time and I'm performing it for the first time, like, before I'm even in a mirror or anything, and I say it to them, is it is sort of nerve-wracking because I'm afraid of what they're going to think. But I always know they're going to be like, uh, you need to do this or do that. Like, you weren't loud enough. Uh, you need to work on your articulation or something like that. And I, that's what I appreciate the most. So they actually give you in input. They're not just giving you the two-sided, the one-sided, oh, that was great, and keep it moving. They're actually nah, giving you constructive criticism. I can't do that because I need the constructive criticism. I understand that I need that. I might not like it all the time, but it's necessary for me. Oh, that's great. Go ahead, shout out some of the people in your circle. Let them know that you appreciate them uh, listening to your work. Shout out Miss Guys. Shout out Israfil, Origin, uh, The Sage, uh, La Flame, everybody. Shout out all of them. Oh, yeah, you already know where we have spoken stories. WHUP Hillsboro. You got Endless Will in here, Port Laureate of Hillsboro, North Carolina. I got a future Laureate up in here at Sun. Only a 16-year-old at Orange High. He's destroying baseball, destroying every composition notebook that he has. Like I said, I met this young man as I taught a creative writing class. And when I gave poetry prompts or just asked the class to sit there and write, he was the only young man in that class out of a class of 15, 20 people, I believe. Straight females, straight, the whole yeah, class. Straight females, the whole class. And just your respect to give them the confidence to share what they were wanting to share because there was some really deep poems in there too. Right. This was not just your paper shaker, share what you want. I really got an opportunity to dig deep into every student's soul and got them comfortable with writing things that they were ne weren't really comfortable sharing with their friends. So for you to really step up there, I really appreciate it. And the teacher, um, she was just in awe. Like she really let me know even before I got into the classroom, like there's a young man in here that I can't wait till you meet. And as soon as before we even shared any work, I'm like, oh, he's he's got the green light. He's he's definitely the one. <laughs> yeah, that with class it. was different. That class was really different. I liked it. I really appreciated it because being around females, I got to understand more of what they think because I'm often around males all the time. Like I know what we think. Mm -hmm. Now I want to know what they think. I'm trying to reach a broader audience. I don't want to just talk to dudes all the time. I want to talk to everybody. Did they help your pen knowing to kind of articulate or guide your pen to their particular liking to to persuade their emotions or things of that nature opposed to that tough grabbing that male audience with working with those females throughout that semester did it help you possibly um, reroute your pen for that appeal it did it gave me sort of a softer pen I guess you could say it did because it helped me reach deeper into what I was feeling at that time so and also they gave me like the ability to stand up in front of a class because I was taking public speaking at the time but that class was not all females like, to stand up in front of a bunch of females at, like, 14, 15 years old, 
that's scary. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that's the most fear I've ever had in my life. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> oh yeah. So what are you gonna do with this writing that you have? Like what is the ultimate goal as you as an artist with you being so young, sixteen, and I appreciate you being in this platform because this is gonna be recorded. You're gonna have this for the rest of your life. So with you acknowledging that you're still at the start of your career, which is humbling for me to see you because I wish and know that everything that you want is going to come to life because you have that drive up in you. So when you listen back to this at 20 minutes and 17 seconds into this interview, what do you see happening with your art? With my art, I want to travel. That's that's one of the big goals. I know a lot of people say that at a young age especially, but that's really what I want to do. I want to travel. I want to meet people. And there's an even larger goal that I don't even know how to define is really intangible. I just want to be great and influential. And I like having obscure goals like that. As I've said before, it's like looking for a panther in a never-ending night in the jungle, Mm. and the panther doesn't exist. The search doesn't stop until you give up. And I'm not going to give up. That's, that's the thing. Oh, that is that is amazing. I like how you put it so humbly, so humble and so sweet, almost like a, a gift that you're not going to open until you're ready. And this is just for to come with me. I just want to travel with my work. I want my voice to be out there. I want people to understand what you've been through and what you're going through and the people that are in your favor. Uh, I admire your mother um, who's in your favor when I met her at Orange when we did our our book reading for that book that we released mm-hmm. and for her to be there front and center taking pictures and shook my hand and she set this interview up for you so I want you to appreciate her being in your circle because strong men come from strong women and of for course. you to have that in your circle that that's amazing that is a fact and she she's really been the one to like push me because honestly I'm a really shy person like if you meet me on the street I might say hey I might not because not because it's me being mean. It's just I don't know how people are. Like I'm, I'm afraid sort of like all the time, and I just like I like to watch. I don't like to speak. I like to watch. It's sort of like playing chess. Like I won't move until you move, and I'm gonna base my next five moves off of your first move. Mm. You're more of a reaction type person. You're waiting to react to the hit, to the swing, and your mother's like, "Boy, get up out of there." She's like, "Go ahead, do that. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, get up out of there." Right. Have you written any poems for your mother? I have, I have, I have. I'm writing, honestly, right now I'm writing this big poem. That's the only one that I really want people to hear. It's like this big poem that I'm writing for her. Her, my father, and my brothers, all of them. Because they've been instrumental in how I feel and what I'm doing right now and what I want to do later on. Go ahead and shout out your mother real quick. Shout out moms. Shout out all that. Mama, mom, all that. Shout out to you. <laughs> Go ahead, shout out to my. I appreciate you. Yes, it's just so dope out here. Uh, why poetry, bro? Why put your influence into poetry opposed to being a painter, opposed to being an actor, opposed to um, going straight to hip hop? Because not every hip hop artist um, starts out as a poet. So what what drew you to poetry and wanted you to be that? See, I write. I mean, I draw, and I act, and I like to direct. I like to write screenplays. But poetry, as opposed to going straight to hip-hop, hip-hop is poetry. Mm. It's like you take this and you transfer it over to that because before I started rapping or anything at all, I was just writing stories. Like with in like elementary school, middle school, I was just writing like books with my friends. And then I was like, we could use metaphors. Then metaphors turned into poetry. And I've been doing poetry since middle school, like eighth grade, middle school. And after I met you... 
that's when I started doing more hip hop because the way you delivered it, it had like the most flow I'd ever seen any type of poet have. Honestly, it was just flow and the vibe. It gave me a vibe really. And that's when it started to transfer over to hip hop and giving it a beat and all that. It's the same thing. You take away the beat, it's poetry. You oh, put yes. on a beat, it's hip hop. You put on the beat, it's hip hop. I, uh, I've been asked that question often. What's the difference between what's the difference between hip hop and poetry? And my articulation of it. And I'm not saying that this is written anywhere. You won't find this on Wiki right. <laughs> for all the <laughs> listeners. But what I like to distinguish it as is if I can read someone's lyrics, if I can listen to a song with a nice beat, and I can go onto Google and find those lyrics. If I can read those and understand them, then that's a poem to me. Right. Um, but if it's a lot of jumping from here to there, a lot of bobbing your head and really going with the beat, and the lyrics really don't necessarily articulate in literary format, then that's just a good song, and I'm not downing that for anything. That's still creative. But if I can read the lyrics, then I'm I'm distinguishing that as a poem. Right. It's like it's like watching a movie, but the movie doesn't have a story arc. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's just hard to follow. It's hard to follow. It's just really hard to follow. Speaking of those songs that are easy to follow, I'm going to get into our next song from OC, from NC. Uh, this song is called Olympus, off of his upcoming album releasing June 22nd. Go ahead, follow him, OC from NC, so you can find out the name of that project. But he gave me a little secret right there. Let me know this album comes out in June. So if you like this song, this song is called Olympus, excuse me, by OC from NC. The man is fire, and I already know y'all like him. <laughs> oh. Look, weight of the world, I can leap a whole building with it. And the cards I was dealt, so I'm dealing with it. Cuz asked me if we'd ever see a milli with it. I told him word to Lil Wayne with some drizzy in it. I have to get some little change, I'ma really dig it. And I'm my biggest critic, trying to be biggest critic is a Kendrick. I got some cold shit, listen, a packed crowd yelling out, oh shit, different, that's the only time we selling out. Road to Olympus, you can bank on it, I owe you with interest. A lot of cats too concerned with the mentions. We trying to beat the world and then earn new dimensions. If it's tension, you can solve it when the time right. Just come and get it from the source, like it's five mics. My vibe like, get your issues, living time life. First time on a jet, but been buying flights. Pay attention, it's the road to Olympus. We finally reach God mode. Go let the entrance hold. City need a barcode. Everything's for sale. Fuck it. Fuck what tomorrow hold. Yeah, call me real. Tell us something we don't all know. It all go. You don't get to keep it. Also, everything happened for a reason. If it fall, grow. Hard to make logic out of reason, but it's all dope. Oh, tell us something we don't all know. Looking up. Tell us something we don't all know. Look, way to the world, I can leap a whole building with it. Them the cards I was dealt, so I'm dealing with it. Cuz asked me if we'd ever see a million with it. I told him word to Lil Wayne with some drizzy in it. I ever get some little change, I'ma really dig it. And I'm my biggest critic, trying to be biggest critic is a kindred. I got some cold ish, listen. Man, 
man, listen to the horns, let the horns play. He said, I'm trying to be big as crit is, a cold is, I got some crit-ish. Man, shout out to OC from NC, still represent for hip hop, always. That man is ridiculously dope. I sent his music to a friend of mine that I went to middle school with. I've been friends with her for so long, and she's an artist. And I sent um, her his YouTube link. And uh, she called me like 45 minutes later, and she said, boy, who is this? <laughs> she was like, who is that? Like, it's like OC from NC. Like, do you know him? Like, what's up with that? Because that's real music. I want to buy his album right now. And I just like, you got to find it. Find it on Bandcamp or on Reverb. So for those of you who are listening, if you like that, and I know you do, and if you don't, you need to listen to somebody else. Because if you don't like that, you kind of disrespecting me because that's my favorite. You got to like my favorite. You got to come to my house and you got to eat what I make. I don't care if you don't like it. You're in my house. You got to respect me. And, uh, in my house right now, I listen to OC from NC. He's ridiculously dope. But find him on YouTube, OC from NC. Go Google it, OC from NC, uh, Spotify, um, Google Play. You can even Pandora him. It's so hilarious, too, because when you Pandora OC from NC, you know what's going to play next? Nas. Who do I have sitting next to me? Nas. Uh, when you play OC from NC, who plays after his songs? Common. Um, and my homeboy here, San, is so uncommon. He's just ridiculously dope at 16. I <laughs> admire that. Um, young man, go ahead. Let him know why we like you. Go ahead and spit some more poems for us. Dark skin, light skin. At least it's melanin. You focused on the tent. Should be watching the wind. You my brother. You my sister. Understand that you my kin. But this society got your skin on chameleon. Mm. That poem is about... It's pretty straightforward, honestly. It's like we, we're in this jungle. There are predators out here, and we tend to blend in when we feel like we're threatened. But we, we tend to blend in all the time now, even when we're with our own people. We're always blending in just to fit, fit in this box, sort of. The fit in this box of skin tone and something that's never going to change. I really appreciate your, your appreciation for recognizing that at an early age, we are all trying to fit in just like a chameleon is how you said that, um, because this is something that we can't change. I'm always going to be a black man. You are always going to be a black man, but that does not give us any difference than our whiter skinned brothers or, right. or just whatnot. Go ahead and love that. <laughs> just go ahead and love that opposed to the, the hatred. Like that's what I don't li- like the hatred that comes with that difference of skin because it's not learned that's learned behavior it's not you don't you're not born not, with that hate it's not born it's no you're not, not born with that hate that's learned behavior or this condition that has a poem that has me thinking of a poem that i wrote relating on that same topic you mind if i share it go ahead um i typically don't share poems on my show because this is not about me this is about the artist sitting next to me for me to get a chance to get to know them and for you all to get to know them i think this is maybe the third or fourth poem out of 15 episodes that i've spit um, but it is what it is because I'm going to do it because I'm the host. Why not? Tell them. <laughs> if reincarnation is something, then I can't wait to be not human. Symbol of divide, contest, compete, greed, this ugly, unstable stride, and the repeat of the same day, I want to be a lion. Or maybe even a bird or an elephant, anything but this. I really, really want to be more because as humans, we haven't figured it out yet that we haven't figured it out yet. And it seems like we will never figure it out. Religion, race, gender, finances, we seem to need to be complete while every other species just lives. Like sometimes I wonder if bluebirds hate canaries and if red robins hate crows, do eagles hate hawks or do they just look up to the sky and fly? 
looking down at our life, using wings to soar over our separation, our segregation. Do they feel sorry for our hatred and wonder why, or do they just fly? Looking down at our life, using wings to soar over our separation, our segregation. Do they feel sorry for our hatred and wonder why, or do they just fly while we die? Like I seen one of those YouTube documentaries once and it explained that a lion, the king of the jungle, will only eat when it's hungry, meaning gazelle and lion live in harmony, gazelle knowing of his fate of eventually being ate, but it lives until then. With that being said, maybe hate is just hungry. And obviously black is his favorite munchie. I find it so funny that we can call an animal savage and wild so we cage it. Kill it and tame it. Then we have a person who society deems as worthless so we cage them. Kill them and media gives reason to blame them which helps us to frame them. Most days I question and find it so embarrassing that we can't even comprehend the comparison of how equal they way the world treats an animal to the way that we are treating our own people. Thank you. Mm -mm -mm. That was great. I like that. I like that. Oh, yes. That poem that you wrote in the sense of us all being the same, it blows my mind how you can have someone call someone a derogatory term or treat someone out of malice just because of their skin tone when you're the exact same person. Right. You're the exact same person. So how are you going to treat somebody a certain way based upon their appearance when your appearance make somebody else feel a certain way right like we're all the same we're just we're just energy we're just balls of energy like i keep hearing especially this colorism thing going on in our community it's like oh you're dark-skinned so you're ugly it's like now nah, we're facing the same problems like i don't understand why you don't recognize that like you ignoring me is just putting you in more danger you oh. have to recognize oh yes uh um to put it into perspective i have a friend who is uh, mixed, he's biracial. His mother is black and his father is white, if I'm not mistaken, he's a grown adult. Right. And he has a poem where he highlights the indifference and the struggle he has by being a fair-skinned black man. He said he wish he was darker because he hears that light-skinned all the time, cute for light-skinned, cute for this, and right. and now he has to be cute. He has to fit this image of being that when he just wish he was darker and he wish he was 100% all black. And then you have people who are darker toned black wish that they were lighter because of the appreciation of the fair skin. So it's just this be. whole, just be you. Just be you. This whole comparison. I want to be what they have, and they want to be what he has. And, man, that's, that junk gets all crazy once you start to think it about it. It distracts you from everything else, really. Go ahead and say that again. It just distracts you from what you could be doing. It just distracts you with what you could be doing. I got a 16-year-old man from Orange High School representing himself, his family, his poetry notebook. And at 16, year old, 16 years of age, this young man gets it. The sense of the comparison and the lack thereof uh, based upon the world view on us is just a what, bro? A distraction. It's just a distraction. And... A lot of us, a lot of kids my age, we get it. We honestly get it because we've been, we've seen the videos of the 60s and we've heard about the slavery and we've heard about the hatred that lives in our community. And now we're understanding that in order to move on, we've got to love ourselves first. We got to, mm. especially like J. Cole, just love yours. Like nobody's life is better than yours. You just, you just got to better yourself. Be the best you you can be. And that's it. That's awesome. I really feel like I have an insight on the other side, like you're infiltrating a world that I do not know and do not belong to with you being 16. Like that's your demographic. And it is so powerful 
um, what you said. You said my generation, my circle gets it. And that really gave me chills. I'm not even going to lie to you. That gave me chills to know that you are confident in saying the people that you know, they don't care about this color. They don't care about the indifference. We're just trying to survive. And for you to say that, and you said it so confidently, you, you said it so fluently. There was no pauses in your breath when you said that. So go ahead and repeat that again. Give me some insight on why you can confidently say your circle, your demographic, your age group that you know, they get it. Because a lot of people don't like rap music because it says we focused on ourselves. Like we spend this for ourselves and we spend that for ourselves. But we understand that we have to come together as a group. Once we do that and we get together, then we can do for ourselves. Once we're once we built up, then we can do for ourselves. But before that, we have to all come together because we're really struggling right now. You can't make it out of the pit without without some teamwork, because teamwork make a dream work, right? Oh yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to remind somebody who treated you a certain way based upon your color, or somebody that you know were saying some words that were not uh, not for your belief, kind of against this, the, the path that you walk with peace and serenity for all. Uh, how do you approach those situations or those people that haven't gotten it yet? Well, when I first got to Orange County from Burlington, it was sort of like a culture shock because up there, you're either black or you're Chicano, and that's it. I didn't really see like a lot of white kids. When I got here, it was all white kids, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. So like all these words just in and out of my head every day, and at first, I couldn't ignore it. Like, I resorted to violence at first. But afterwards, I'm like, that's where the pain came in. Especially when I got to high school, that's when the pain came in. And I was like, I can just spill my emotions here, and I don't have to get in trouble for it. So now it's more of, if you have problems, then we can talk about it. But there's no need for you to. I understand why you say this. Like, that's how you're raised, and I don't blame you. Like, that's your parents. That's your parents' parents. But you can switch that right now. Like, you don't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and give us another poem, if you don't mind. It's called I'm Moving Up. I'm moving up. The process is slow and the world may be cold, but I'ma show up because I'm moving up. Show enough. Bear hugging my burdens, purging my problems until I resolve them. Don't need these things in my head. Brighten my brain as I'm laying in bed. Make mm. me hallucinate lead. Straining my brain time after time. Straighten my spine. Skip a rewind. I'm about to shine. Because I'm moving up. Struggling on my life, making me strong to fight. Saying fuck it, the hype, because I ain't that type. Now that ain't my style, not your average boy, yeah, I jumped out the pile. I jumped in the clouds, I live with the soul in the clouds. Avoided the blackness that shone in my brownness and opened my mind to the things that can happen. Not me and the soul in the clouds, forever dapping, because I done moved up. <laughs> you done moved up. You done moved up. Where have you moved up from, and where are you going to continue to move up to? Well, I moved up from sort of just feeling bad about my situation and the situation that my family and I have been placed in, and knowing that we've been to the bottom and there's nowhere to go but up now. There's nowhere to go. And that's where we're headed, to the clouds with the soul, the soul of the sun. That's where we're going. <laughs> I love that. I feel like you and I are on the same wavelength so much, young man. Um, just the other day, I like to write my thoughts down and not necessarily articulate them or put them in a format of a poem, just kind of write what I'm going through. And um, I wrote this thought down the other day in the sense of success that, we are so manipulated and scared of success, even when we see it, that we put it on this platform as if we can't be it. Mm -hmm. um, like we see this successful LeBron James and we don't necessarily see what he's been through to get there so we can walk that same path and use it as a template. It's almost like we put it in awe, like, oh my gosh, look what he has That's done. That's amazing, but That's, I can't do it. It's amazing, but I can't do it. And then in the sense of failure, 
we look at failure with somebody not necessarily accomplishing their goals or walking in their passion of what they should have been. I know at 16, you know people that should have been something different than what they're doing. Right, and it sucks to see that because I'm like, I hear these people talk about you all the time, like how you were in high school, like you were amazing. But what are you doing now? What are you doing now? And then we view that failure as if, well, they're still smiling, happy, paying their bills, so it's not that bad. Right. So I feel like that success and that failure is such a virus because we compare it to the wrong level. Right. Uh, we look at that failure as if it's, well, if I fail, it's not that bad because he's still happy. And we look at that success as, oh, my gosh, we can't be that. So please continue to walk your path with this pen and those amazing compensation books that you're going to be able to sell one day because, and it's not even for the money purposes. It's about making that money to take you to the next place. Of course, you said you want to travel. Because money is power, and I just need to get my voice out there. The money isn't the important thing. I just need to be able to be healthy, make sure the people around me are healthy, and inspire somebody else, inspire the next person, because if I can touch them, I know I can touch a lot of other people. Oh, yes. You've, you've touched me. And I know there are people that have not said that you've touched them, but you have. Not all praise is going to be spoken. So make sure that you continue to not necessarily search for it, but you can hear it. You hear the whispers in your in the back. I do. You hear the whispers. We're going to get to another OC from NC. This is one of my favorite songs by him. I like every song of his, actually. Um, this is called Stay um, by OC from NC. We've got Nas in here, Spoken Stories, WHUPLP of Hillsboro by your homeboy, Poet Laureate of Hillsboro, North Carolina, Endless Will, as your host. This is called Stay. Please stay with us and listen to this dope music. Stay. Look, to the last row, 
To the last cigar, I'm talking last draw. To the biggest blood broken out the glass jaw. Right when life quickly turned left like NASCAR, it'll hit you. I could leave, but what could I gain from it? A whole bunch of tracks who know when the train coming up. I just look at this from the vicious side. It's hard to not smile when you try and see how I whip ride. Look, but my mind set on the big times. But I wish I was rhyming back in them big times. I'm notorious for all of this. So it's no biggie when recording it. Faith all in my insides. More beneficial. Mention me with the grace. It's cool. If they don't see it, we need hit you. Got a face, do you? Stop feeling out of place. A star gonna need a lot of space. I feel like I'll let it stay. Cause it's hip hop and these hits are getting to the weight. Then they said it died and they never gave it away. I was really trying to ride. Like, hold up, no wood and wait. I'm just trying to let it stay. Just like we try and make it stay. We just try and let it stay. Man, we gonna stay with you. We gonna stay with you, OC. I'm gonna stay with you, bro. And I'm gonna make sure I let people know all of this amazing music. You listening to 104.7 WHUPLP Hillsboro Spoken Stories, where you know what we bring you. We bring you poets. We let you know their walk through poetry. We let you know why they write, how they began to write, where they start performing. Um, we bring you the best. We've had Dasana Handel. We've had Church to Poet. We've had Eternal to MC 9192, Quentin Rashad. We've had Debrita. We've got Son up in here, 16 year old trying to, going to make his path up in this energy, up in this world that we call life, that I call art. So I appreciate you. What do you feel about that record right there? That record, straight inspiration. That's all it is because he put so much feeling into it. And I know when he was writing, he was humming the whole thing out. He was humming the, he knew how it was going to sound. He knew that already. And he was writing it. He was filling in the words. He saw a word, felt that, put it down. Saw another word, felt that, put it down told his story the whole time and the story is amazing for those of you who do not know who that was that's 2016 best new artist of the year the very next year he won 2017 best hip-hop artist of the year that shows work right there i won new artist in 16 and 2017 i won the best hip-hop artist this man is putting in work oc from n c young man what platforms have you shared your poetry or post to just with your friends, where are some places that you've been able to bless that mic? Well, when you when I met you and we did the whole thing at school, I did it when I went to Durham Tech for the first time. I've done it a few other places too. I've done it in the studio when they were like, let me hear something you got before I put you in this booth. Mm-hmm. Studio, my mama wanted to hear it all the time. I put it online, like on my Instagram and stuff. Everywhere. Anywhere people can hear it, that's where I'm going to put it. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, that's where I'm going to put it. Go ahead, shout out your plugs. Go ahead, let people know that are listening where they can find you so they can hear some of that amazing work when you put it out there. On Instagram, you can find me, Sam Black, S-A-N-B-L-A-V-K, Trece, 1-3. That's it right there. What about your Snapchat and your Facebook and any of the other social medias? Uh, my Snapchat is Blackchild, B-L-A-V-K-X-H-I-L-D. Perfect. Perfect. Go ahead and give us some more of them poems. Let's get one more of these poems before we close out with our last questions, and then we go play another OC from NC, and uh, then we go close out this show. 
this poem is at the end of one of my songs and it's more about just when you're playing chess that make your move so quick uh, i've been scheming for a minute you so quick to move but that's why i'm so quick to finish the end of the song is just the beginning of the end for you is just my beginning no one the bar is too i said the end of the song, just the beginning of the end for you is just my beginning. No one, the bar is too, I said. Usually I lose, but it seems not I'm winning. Speaking to my core, it seems not I'm sinning. Sick my jolo on you, you ain't about that business. Cause the catawampus, put me in the Guinness. Find out I'm that boy, please start asking who him it is. You moving your pieces too fast, I can tell I'm a witness. <laughs> you moving your pieces too fast, I'm a witness. For those of you listening, that's not something that he was reading for paper. He was reading that, uh, reciting that. Learn that right from the top of his head. So that's something that he practiced. What is your practicing process so you can just know those poems right at the top of your head and put those hand gestures in it with it? When I'm practicing, the main thing for me, I go to a mirror. I hmm. have all like I have like six, seven mirrors in the house. And I have to go to those to practice. That's like being my own audience. So cause I know when I get in front of that audience, it's gonna be nerve wracking. So when you're in front of that mirror, are you looking at any particular gestures or facial expressions yeah or i'm looking how? at my whole body language like does my body sing with what i'm saying like do they flow because if they don't then it's they're not gonna feel it the way that i feel it is that something that somebody gifted you with with that particular exercise or that's something you came up with yourself it's just something that i've noticed like while i said like i don't speak a lot i watch people like when people are moving when they're when they're in a the lie when they get caught in a the lie their body doesn't move when their head moves or when they're speaking their body doesn't move at all because they don't believe it. When they believe it, their whole body's moving, their hands are moving, they're smiling, their face is just, everything's just flowing, it's singing together in harmony. When it's not, it's not real. Hmm, uh, that makes sense. What is what is one of the best things that you've heard from sharing some of your, uh, your, your work? What's one of the greatest things that you've heard thus far? Well, when people, when they just come up to me and they're like, I really like how how you said that and you being so young I didn't know young people understood that I didn't know that y'all thought that way I thought y'all were all video games and sports and girls and partly we are for the most part we are but there are some of us out here that are, we're really trying to make a change and make a difference and when people say stuff like that to me like I got this dark skin on but I guarantee I can tell you I'm blushing when y'all say that <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's what's up you can't see the blush you can't see I got it but it's dark there. skin on that, that's amazing and uh, please respect that power. Um, with great power comes great responsibility. I believe that that's like one of those corny Marvel lines. Um, but it's like real life, though. One of the For, truest things ever said. One of the truest things ever said. And um, uh, it's unfortunate that it is drowned by such an action-packed and amazing movie with Marvel. But that's a good line right there. With great power comes great responsibility. And The for kids you are listening. When they, when they watch that and they say it to Superman or... Uh, Spider-Man and all that, when they hear that, they're like, all right, I understand. Like, if I'm going to be this powerful, I got to be careful with it because he abused it and it didn't turn out good for him. No, he did not. And It's, it's a more of a subliminal thing. That, that, again, I feel like you are a 007 secret agent in a world that I don't know. You said it, the kids are listening. You give so much praise to your generation, and so many older people don't necessarily give that. So continue <laughs> to believe in your reach because – you believe in them because you're a part of them. Yeah, love, we don't necessarily we don't necessarily believe in those because we're not there. Right. We're not there in those private conversations which you're having with your friends, and you see the conversations that you're not a part of, but they're in the same wavelength. So, as an adult, we see the inadequacies. 
we see the loud people because unfortunately mm-hmm. the the bar the loudest um, dog in the room is going to get seen. Of course. So we see the people that are being a little obnoxious and with their pants sagging and the and the and the unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But we don't see the quiet work getting done. So you with this particular interview. I thank you because you've inspired so thank much you, work that I'm going to write off of this. Like, we don't see you because you're not trying to be seen, right. because you're working behind the scenes. Like, I'm writing a poem <laughs> as I'm sitting here um, interviewing you, and I can't wait to put it on paper. So thank you for giving me that gift. Thank you. Thank you. For real. I always have this, like, um, unnecessary questions that I like to ask if I have enough time. And considering that we do have enough time, um, I just like some fun questions. Name an artist that you would love to work with, whether it be somebody local, because um, obviously you know dope artists. You you linked me with OC from NC right. or somebody mainstream. Name an artist that you would just love to work with. An artist that I would love to work with. Uh, Miss Guides. He's from Mebane. Go to Cedar Ridge. He amazing artist, and a lot of people they do sleep on him, but he is amazing. I guarantee that he is amazing. He's and a poet, he's a rapper. He's a poet, and he raps. And he's a high schooler? High schooler. He's 17. 17. What's his name? Miss Guys. Miss Guys. Miss Guys. Miss Guys. Do you know his Instagram or anything like that so people can follow? All that is Miss Guys. Everything that he does, Miss Guys. Consistency. Miss Guys. That is awesome. All right, perfect. And um, another question for you. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you lately? The funniest thing that has happened to me... The funniest thing that always happens to me is my brother's picking on me about the way that I talk. Because <laughs> I can't say this one word. Coca-Cola. I cannot say it. Coca-Cola. I can't say that. <laughs> and they always pick on me about that. That's what's up. Go ahead. Shout out your brothers. Who who are your brothers? My brothers, Zamir and Amar. Zamir and Amar. We've yeah. got Zamir and Amar. They're in the studio with us, just sitting here waiting patiently, smiling as their brother gets interviewed so they can see the beginning of this because Naj you really got the green light young man yeah they are are the beginning they are the beginning there are certain people in life who I believe are famous already and amazing um there's like I don't know if you've ever heard of the basketball player Lynn Bias he was an amazing basketball player and he died before he went to the NBA because he like snorted coke and like did drugs or whatever Mm -hmm. and like I've always used that story as an analogy of somebody not caring about their success mm-hmm. because you have all the talents in the world, but you put yourself in a situation not to appreciate your talents. And I feel like there are so many people that walk through life every single day that we have seen that were supposed to be doing something different, but they did that quote unquote drug that set them back. And right. it, it may not be a drug actually, but that metaphorical drug that they are not walking in their path and you can see the anger that they have in their heart because they know they're not doing what they're and supposed they can do to be better. They know that. And they know that. So for you to be such a inspiration to all the people that you come across, please continue that um, and walk in your path and don't get distracted by what the world throws at you because with you being a person of color, they're not even going to throw it at you. They're going to hand it to you in your lap <laughs> right. and they're going to beg you to necessarily slip up. Right. They expect that from me. And a lot of people like, there's a lot that you can do, and there's a winning and a losing. Cause if game's sort of a life, really, or life's sort of a game, really, and there's a winning and a losing, and a lot of people lose, a lot of people lose, and winning that's your active definition. What is winning to you? A lot of people don't get to win. Mm. A lot of people don't even realize they're playing. I got one last question for you, young man. Um, before we end this episode, 
of Spoken Stories brought to you by WHUPLP 104.7. You can listen to us every Wednesday from 6 to 7. Spoken Stories is also available on Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, and a lot of other plat- podcast platforms. Find me on our website, um, endlesswill.wixsite.com slash poetry. Get updates on um, upcoming shows, and you can listen to the previous shows. But right now, it's all focused on sign. And this last question I have for you before we close out, with OC from NC, a last song called Focus slash Nice Guy. Is what's next for you? You've got um, school ending in a couple weeks. you got like seven more weeks of school. Um, continuing to write baseball season ends pretty soon. With all of that coming to a close, what's next for you? What's next for me? After I leave this studio, I'm going to the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to record some music after I leave out of here. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So continuing to record music today, he brought it down on the minimal scale. Like uh, right now, after I leave this studio, I'm about to go work and record some music at the next studio and prepare for this album. When is the projected album release date? And do you have a name for the type for the album? I don't because when I when I put something, when I put one name on something, it's going to hold a lot of weight to it. It's sort of like K.O.D. There's so many meanings to K.O.D. And he's like, it's up to you to interpret. Hmm. And when I give it that name, people I want people to see the name and be like, I'm stuck on this. I can't wait to see what this music sounds like, though. That's amazing. That's amazing. We got Son up in here, um, amazing artist, young man. Please continue to work. Please continue to be a light in my life because I can. T- I love working with you. I can't, I can't wait till we rub elbows next time. We're going to close out with this focus. Thank you for coming on. Go ahead, put out your social media one more time. Instagram, Son Black 13, S-A-N-B-L-A-V-K-1-3. Uh, Snapchat, B-L-A-V-K-X-H-I-L-D, Black Child. Perfect. Focus by O.C. from N.C. Holla at us.
Look, got the oh, this guy. I've been there for too long, like a nice tie. Not at the right time. Married to the game, let the rice fly. Hard to picture, but you understand like a tripod. New drugs and came out that I might try. Cold like this shit when I write high. Broke like this shit to a skybox. Did it to a drug speed. He's sitting up for two like a love seat. Check it. I come with crew like it's club beef. Check it. Let us through and made a club beef. Get the message. Official. Tell him remember one letter. Do you oh say go get him? I do you one better. I'm new to the game, but not really though. A lot of the things are the same, but not really. Thank you for listening to Spoken Stories.